catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. I'm the result to show that anyone is capable. No child is less important, no matter who you are. Yes, for every child by Cobham's there to Babatimi Dakolo, Niniola and a host of others. Children are important, most so they're the future of tomorrow. But if you are a woman who loves getting down with a man, but outrightly worry that you might be pregnant, most so have a baby when you aren't even ready for it. Well, some good news is getting freaky and getting frisky doesn't have to be risky. Yes, not when there are many contraception methods out there to suit different needs. Technology is making it easier for women to get birth control control without ever stepping foot inside a doctor's office. An unintended pregnancy is a pregnancy that is mistimed, unplanned, or unwanted at the time of conception. An estimated one in five pregnancies in Nigeria is unplanned. About 29.7% of all Nigerian women aged 15 to 49 years need effective contraception, of which only 55.3% are using any contraception, and about 16% are using traditional methods, such as cycle beads, which have high failure rates. About half of women aged 15 to 49 years in Nigeria who have had an unwanted pregnancy have attempted to have an abortion and 10% have succeeded. The report from International Conference on Family Planning also says Nigeria has recorded over 1.3 million unwanted pregnancies so far. It has been noted that the fear of social reprisal from and out of wedlock pregnancy or childbirth contributes a great deal to making a pregnancy unwanted and possibly aborted. Technology is here to help in reducing these numbers through the several methods of contraceptives we have. You might find yourself asking as a woman, which method will be best for me and my lifestyle? Which method protects against STIs? What about convenience of use, possible side effects, cost? How effective will it be? You get answers to all of these questions and more if you stick around on the show. Don't move an inch. The conversation just got started. You're on to the most, the most entertaining tech show on the planet. Glorious Greed. Africa Tech Radio. With 27 million YouTube views, 15.5 million streams on Audio Mac. Duduke by Simi is a classic win for expectant mothers. While noting that Simi gifted women new ways to express the joy of forthcoming babies. But what happens when you don't want to do do care for now how do you manage it at all on the show today we talk about preventing pregnancy with technology and a medical doctor is here to show us how to do that is a graduate of laduke akintola university teaching hospital Obomosho, with a certificate in clinical management of hiv and aids certificate in leadership and health management he works with a private hospital and is keen to assisting patients especially in maternal and child health care Let's welcome Dr. Akisiku Solomon. Welcome, doctor. Welcome, Gloria. Good, good afternoon. Oh, good. So, good afternoon. How are you doing today, doctor? I'm fine. Okay. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for joining us on the show. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right, doctor. We need to talk about women and how to prevent pregnancy using technology. Seeing yes. that you're a medical expert, first we need to know why women will want to prevent pregnancy in the first place. So what are the major reasons women will want to prevent pregnancy? Let me say pregnancy itself is a stress-induced, not really stressful like that. But maybe the procedure, the process, the activities involved, uh, that might be 
the reason why they won't want to prevent pregnancy. But in a long run, uh, um, pregnancy itself can be inducing or let me say an hindrance to achieving some aims. Maybe a woman wants to achieve a career and at the moment she doesn't want to get pregnant. She wants to travel, she wants to go into projects. Then even for mothers, sometimes they maybe their children on ground, they want to space their children. They don't want to add another budget to the ongoing ones on ground. So these are reasons why women might want to uh, prevent pregnancy, provided there is no health issues hindering them from getting pregnant. So school, business, career, and life. So it's a choice. I also mentioned the society earlier and while I was giving my statistics. I also mentioned that sometimes women feel that what the society would say, social stigmatization, if I get pregnant out of wedlock, is that also a reason? Yes, yes, yes. Because we can't overemphasize the fact that we, the young age, every relationship with this advent of her, let me, I want to get close to my fiance, I want to get close. So anything can happen in that process. So in the long run, we won't say, ah, don't get too close. Aside the fact that maybe religious factors uh, injuring the fact that there is no pregnancy outside wedlock, you don't want to engage in premarital sex and the like. But in the long run, health issues, these are also part of the reasons why women won't want to get pregnant. So I want to keep my fiance, I want to keep my relationship. Yes, I still don't want to get pregnant. So it's, it's also a key factor to not getting pregnant. Okay, then let's talk about the crux of today's discussion, which is using technology to prevent pregnancy. How has technology been able to help women prevent pregnancy? Yes, yes, that's a big question. Yeah, before the era of science and technology, uh, there are different things our ancestors use, our fathers, our mother, our grandfathers, likes, the likes of apps, padlocks, uh, ring, beads. These are things they use, I'll say, through the physiology of parts of not getting pregnant. Although I might not be able to explain the mechanism behind all these devices. But with science and technology, we've got to understand that there are hormones involved to getting pregnant. And we target each particular point. We target the mechanism in which pregnancy occurs. Now, take for example, the production of eggs, which is from the woman. We call it ovum. So, and the man will call his own seed to the sperm. So, we target their devices that we use to hinder the production of this, this cells. We want to hinder the, the sperm from getting active. We want to hinder the woman from releasing egg even in our ovulation period. There are also devices we use to prevent the amalgamation of these two cells. I mean the sperm from fertilizing the egg at its own time. So there are also devices we use to prevent, okay, the, the fertilization has occurred. We want to prevent it from getting implanted even in the woman's womb. So there are different tech things that we, we have come up with. I mean science and technology. So in the long run, it is I think it is broadly classified into three aspects. We call it we have the barrier method, we have the hormonal method, and we have the surgical method. So these these are ways in which science and technology has improved the prevention of pregnancy. Okay, can you please shed more light on the barrier method, the hormonal method, and the other one you mentioned? Yeah, talking about the barrier method, what your main aim or the main aim is to prevent sperm from meeting the ovum, which is the egg. Now, in this class, we have condoms, which there is a female condom, there is a male condom. We have something we call diaphragm. It is for the woman. We use it to cover the, the cervix parts. There's also another one we call cervical cap. Almost the same thing like a diaphragm. So these are these are barrier methods. There's something we also have for the man in space of you want to hinder him from 
uh, the sperm from being active. We call it spermicide. It's like a chemical you use or like a gel. It comes in different methods. Some even uses like a, a tablet. So that's that. Then the hormonal parts. There are hormones that controls egg from being released. So the major aim in these packs, as per the hormonal method, is to prevent eggs from being released. And when you look at the woman's cycle itself, there are hormones that facilitate the estrogen, the progesterone. So these are hormones that we play with drugs. We call we have the pills. We have the combined oral contraceptive pills. We have the single pills. We have injectables. The ones that women get every two two months or every three three months, those are injectables. We have like a, a patch. It's like you use it on your skin. So we call that one a patch. You can just apply it. It can be applied to the buttocks, to the arm, to the thigh. So just to eating areas. Then we have the insert. This insert is two. We have the intrauterine contraceptive device, the one people commonly call the coil. Then there's another one we call implant, which is inserted into the arm. So the most common one is the implant. So these are hormonal methods. Then the last one, which is the surgical method, is the one we will say is the permanent contraception. So is either you you block the tube or there is another one for the male we call it vasectomy so you want to hinder the sperm from getting to be released so these are devices in which science and technology are split with to help in preventing pregnancies amazing that's a lot right there okay so we'll take a quick break and so when we return we'll talk about how safe it is to use all of this you break it down for us so this song i'm about to play you is by yemi alade and the song has made waves in the world of music as i got to know yemi alade through the song yes many of you will agree with me and i'm talking about journey and i hope your journey doesn't give uche bele just as johnny did in the song when people come on social media, they want to know what's happening. They want the facts and they want it now. Pause and verify before sharing. We can stop fake news by not sharing it. Spread facts, not fear. This message is brought to you by Africa Tech Radio. You're listening to Gloria's Greed on Africa Tech Radio. And I still have Dr. Akisiku in the studio to teach us how technology can help us not be doomy. Hello, doctor. Yeah, good afternoon. I'm okay. still on here. All right, let's continue. <laughs> let's talk about the risk and the side effects attached to using all of these contraceptive tools. Are there any side effects to them? Yes, as the aim of every contraception is to prevent pregnancy. Each method has its own side effects and risk, although some are more reliable than the other. Let me just start as I classified them there earlier on barrier, hormonal, and the surgical part. So the same vein, I will just follow suit as regards the risks that are involved. Yeah, but the number one risk, or let me just say, the number one side effect of everything could be that uh, this contraception, this technology can fail. That's one thing. So we call it failure rate. So each of these can fail. So it is not 100% efficient. But however, there are other side effects to each of them. Like I said the other round, so following suit from the uh, spermicide, there could be reactions, there could be allergy, there could be side effects, there could be ratchets following this because each their chemical components, everyone might not have the same reactions to this, but some people can have allergies to the components of these chemicals. So the same way, the use of condom. The only thing I think condom is safe to some extent, but one of it is that it can break, it can bust. Another thing is some go into expiring date and they can fail. Then some are directly applied and they are only useful during the sexual 
menstrual period, as in during the intercourse period, when you want to have uh, the sex. So these are what you use. Then diaphragm, cervical caps, this also can feel. And it is a woman using this. And she can come down with infection later. She can come down with urinary tract infection. She can come down with vaginal discharge and the likes. And as regards the pills, which is the hormonal part, now we are playing with the hormones. One way or the other, we are going to alter the woman's cycle length. At the long run, she can either have excessive bleeding or she can have low menstrual flow. She can either have menstrual cramp that is severe on the high side or not. Other things that she can have is that at the long run, when she doesn't want to make use of these devices again, she can find it maybe uh, late to get pregnant in the sense that the hormones has already been altered with. So these are things that can affect the woman. Another thing she can have is she can begin to gain weight because we're already playing with hormone. And one of the things is that these hormones have effects on the woman. Some will gain weight, some will not. And it is always advisable for a woman that wants to go into having any of these devices to always consult a doctor or uh, health practitioner so as to know the risk involved. Some people have family history of hypertension. So some of these devices are not readily used for them because the moment you start using them, you can even trigger this low-lying hypertensive thing that is in the body and the person can start having them. Some even have severe headache and that's why they will come back the next day and say, ah, I want to remove these things. Now going back to the surgical experts. Now for the surgical experts, it can feel there could be complications. In the process of you want to cut the tube, the doctor or the surgeon can make a mistake and tie in another thing. You can deal with it now. It could be the blood vessels. There could be infections following the surgery. So there are risk factors to these devices. And that is what it's all about. But the long run of it is that it is it is efficient. It is it is safe. The failure rate is just varies. I don't think any one of them is more than 20%. As for the hormonal pills, I think it's between the range of 0.1 to maybe 4%. That's the failure rate. As far as the injectables, so the injectables carry the higher percentage, which is 4%. And the reason behind this is because the woman can forget to come and get the next dose of her injection. So that is one of those things that could happen. As for the the barrier method, I think that one that one carries a higher percent. Why? Because it can be wrongly used. The cervical cap might not be effectively positioned. So the same thing, the condom can bust during the act. So those are the side effects applied to these devices. Okay, doctor, in your final words, how accessible and affordable are these technological solutions that you've mentioned? to avoid pregnancy talking about the accessibility i think it's it is readily accessible and it is cheap so the only thing that might be let me say that might give a second thought is the surgical aspect of it that's a permanent solution that's the only eyesight but every other one the injectables the barrier method they are readily available i said earlier on for any woman that wants to go into especially those that want who like to choose the hormonal method in terms of the pills the injectables, the topical one, or the insects. It is better to see an health practitioner walk up to an hospital. There are various health practitioners around. Anybody can go, make inquiry, ask. So in the process of asking and you are being told
pull, these are the pros, these are the cons, then you can make your decision. So it is readily accessible for anybody. In fact, I don't think there is any policy against that. So it is easy to get. Amazing. Thank you so much, Doctor, for your time. And once again, we'll be talking about using technology to prevent pregnancy. I think that today, as a woman crush Wednesday, and we'll talk about everything that concerns the woman. I've been speaking with Dr. Akisiku Solomon. He is a graduate of Laduki Akintola University Chin Hospital and is keen on assisting patients, especially in maternal and child health care. Thank you so much for giving us your time, Doctor. Thank you, Gloria. If all women who want to avoid unintended pregnancy were to use modern contraceptives, the number of unintended pregnancy in developing countries will decrease by 71% from 75 million to 22 million annually. The impact on women, their families and their countries would be great. More so, so you would not lose your confidence in yourself and you can still do shakara, right? So that nobody will look down on you and you don't have to fear social stigmatization. Let's employ technology. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the shows here on africatechradio.com.